All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Fitness Show. You guys know we're the only show where we talk about what fitness really is, how you can use it, and how it can really, really improve your life. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I get a lot as, as a fitness coach, and I, and I think this is one of the main problems that a lot of people have when it comes to dialing their nutrition, right? Because as of right now, we are or the majority of us are completely aware of the importance of protein into your diet to make sure that you keep on building muscle, keep on losing fat. But sometimes it is hard for many people to reach their protein goals. So what we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to break down for you how you can hit your protein goals every single day, right? Without missing a day. So you can keep on building muscle, keep on losing fat and keep on improving your physique. So first of all, why is protein important? Um, well, if you don't know this, protein is going to be the building block of your muscle tissue, all right? And the good thing about this is that it's not only that you're going to look better, you're going to have more muscle mass and all that, but muscle is one of the main drivers of overall health, all right? It's been shown time and time over that having healthy, healthy amounts of muscle can improve not only health levels, but also longevity. It can improve your mobility. It can improve your performance. So it is something that, in my opinion, is well worth invest on, right? And not only that, but also having more muscle in your body is going to help you burn more fat. And this is one of the things that a lot of people miss when going into a fat loss transformation. They just focus on just losing the fat, losing the fat, losing the fat. They don't care about the muscle. And then they're literally you shooting themselves on the foot because you are limiting the amount of um, progress that you can make. Why is that? Well, it's super simple. Protein or muscle is a lot more harder for your body to process than fat, which means that if you have 10 pounds of muscle, you're going to burn a lot more, a lot more calories just to maintain those 10 pounds of, of muscle than if you had 10 pounds of fat. Right. So if you are able to build muscle, your body is going to start burning more calories, which is going to automatically make you burn more fat. All right. So it's going to make your fat loss progress a lot more effective. And then on top of that, when you get rid of the fat, um, you actually have something to show for it. Right. You have a um, athletic physique, you have a tone physique, not just a soft or skinny physique, which can bring a lot of other health problems that we don't want to um, engage me with, right? So it is super, super important that you focus on building the muscle as well as losing the fat just because it's going to make it more effective, but also because it's going to give you a better transformation. Now, in order to build the muscle, we need two things. First of all, we need the strength training. We have plenty of episodes talking about that, so I'm not going to go deeper into that. But then we need the protein to be able to um get gains out of that strength training, right? Because what you do when you when you work out, what you do is basically you break down muscle fibers, all right? And then during the recovery process, what you do is your body um, fills that gap with protein and builds more, um, more muscle fibers so your muscles grow. And that is when the protein comes into place, right? So that's why having protein, having enough protein so you can recover from your um, workout sessions is so important. Now, how much protein do you actually need? Well, this is a, a topic that's been highly discussed among the, the scientific literature. And, and it is true that there's a lot of um, conflicts in terms of like some people is going to say 0.8 grams, some people is going to say one gram, some people is going to say 1.4. Um, so 
there's a lot of different um, trains of thought when it comes to this, but what it looks to be the most accepted among the scientific community is going to be between one and 1.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight. However, if you are someone heavier, someone maybe you you weigh 250 pounds, 270, 300 pounds, then it's not going to be productive to eat 250 grams of protein or 300 grams of protein in a single day. So this is also going to be based on a case-to-case basis, depending on where you are on your fitness journey. Now, another question that is related to this that a lot of people ask in inside the fitness community is super big just because a lot of people are making a lot of money with this is should you use protein supplements, right? Is it necessary for you to use whey protein or protein bars or any other kind of supplement to meet your protein requirements? Well, in reality, this is going to depend. Okay. It's going to depend on your case. First of all, I want to be super clear. When we talk about supplements, they're called supplements for a reason. All right, they're not called. This is the first thing that you need to eat. It's called supplement, we, because it means that it's going to supplement something that you're already eating. So you cannot base your entire protein intake or any other intakes on supplements because they're not made for that. They're just going to supplement whatever you're actually putting into your body. So the first piece of advice that I want to give you in terms of uh, supplementation is you need to make sure that you're focusing on eating whole foods, that you're focusing on eating real food that's going to give you more nutrients, it's going to give you more stuff on top of the protein um, to continue to make progress and not only to hit the protein goals, but also to be healthy overall, right? And then when is it actually useful for you to use a protein supplement? Well, I do have a, a rule of thumb. This is just what we use with our with our clients is to give them a little bit of a guideline. And this comes from the perspective of you could always hit your protein goals without any supplements, but in some cases it's just gonna be not as convenient because you're gonna have to eat a lot of um a lot of food and sometimes you just don't have the time to eat that much or to cook that much. So in terms of when should you use it, I have a rule of thumb that is basically like this. If you need less than 150 grams of protein per day, you do not need a protein uh, supplement, all right? Less than 150 grams of protein, that's that's something fairly easy for you to achieve with whole foods. Um, just focusing on the things that we're going to talk later in terms of how to, how to manage your day, how to plan out for your, for your protein intake, you should you shouldn't have any problems hitting 150 grams, 140, 130 um, grams of protein per day without using any supplements at all. Does it mean that you are not able to use supplements, that if you use supplements, it's going to be a bad thing? No, it's not. But again, I always prefer to go with whole foods. And if it's convenient enough to eat all your protein from whole foods, then you, I think you should go for that just because it's going to be um, a lot more natural for your body. Then the second scale is going to be if you need anywhere between 150 grams to 180 grams of protein per day. Um, and that's a maybe for me because that's going to depend highly on your context. It's going to depend highly on your schedule, highly on your cooking skills. If you enjoy cooking, if you don't enjoy cooking, if you enjoy eating, if you don't enjoy eating, because between 150, 180, you can pretty easily heat that with whole foods, but it's going to require a little bit more time, a little bit more planning in order for you to actually get to those numbers, right? So in those cases, 
having a, a little bit of help from a protein supplement can be really handy. Maybe having a scoop of protein um, powder that's going to give you anywhere between 25 to 30 grams. That's going to cover the difference between the 150 can be handy, right? It's going to depend on the person. It's going to depend on your preferences. And then the last one is when you need more than 180 grams of protein per day. In those cases, I do recommend going for a good protein source, um, a good supplement protein source, just because it's going to make your life easier. It's not that you cannot achieve that with whole foods. You can totally achieve that. If you need to eat 220 grams of protein per day, you can still eat that only by using whole foods. But it is true that it's going to be a little bit more complicated. It's going to require a lot more thought. It's going to require a lot more strategy. And in many cases, I think it is just more convenient to use, utilize a supplement that can give you that edge. So take this as a rule of thumb. I'm not saying this is the like the absolute truth or the absolute guidelines that you should that you should follow you take it on your specific case if you enjoy cooking if you enjoy eating if you have a easy time hitting your protein targets then you don't really need to use a protein source but if you are in that sense if you are um having a struggle with that then it's a really good option to put a little bit um of supplementation into your diet now when it comes to figuring out where to put your focus on, right? Because a lot of people tell me, all right, Eric, but what is more important? Is it more important to hit my protein goals or is it more important to hit my calorie goals? Well, it's going to really depend on your goals and, 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 and which stage of your journey you're in at that moment. But if you're looking to lose fat, calories are always going to be more important because without a calorie deficit, doesn't matter how much protein you eat, you're not gonna you're not gonna burn fat, right? Because you get surging more energy than the energy that you're losing. However, that does not mean that you should stop caring about protein altogether. Because if you don't get enough protein, like we mentioned, you cannot create or even maintain the muscle. One problem that I see a lot is that people focus on the calorie deficit, but they don't take care of the protein. And what ends up happening is that they lose a lot of weight. They do lose a lot of weight. But the problem is that they lose fat and muscle. And that is obviously something that we don't want. We want to be able to make that as effective as possible. So hopefully all that makes sense. That's a little bit of the, the presentation of why you need the protein and how you should go about it. And now we're going to get into how do you actually heat your numbers, right? Because this is the main question that I get um, a lot. And this is one of the things that a lot of people struggle because they will hit their protein goal one day and then be 100 grams short the next day and then go over 20 grams the next day and then be 20 grams short. And it's just a little bit of a struggle. And I want to teach you how to hit your protein goals every single day with predictability to make sure that you can keep on making progress and that you don't have to keep on thinking and keep on planning every single day about what you're going to be eating. So the key to heed your protein goals comes down to use planning and be strategic about it, all right? So first of all, you need to know, obviously, how many grams of protein you need per day, and you need to know your split. And what I mean with split, and this is going to go depending on, on your habits, is going to be how much protein do you need per meal 
to hit your protein goals. And this is going to depend on if you eat two times, three times, four times, five, six, what, how many times you eat per day, how many, how many grams of protein do you need in each one of those um, meals to be able to hit your goals. And this can also vary depending on your habits. So for example, for me, I have a little bit of a, a different split. I will do 20% of my protein during breakfast, and then I'll do 20% of my protein in snack, which is probably going to be a protein search. And then I will do 30% in one meal and 30% in another meal because I eat three times plus a snack. So that's my split. So you need to figure out what's going to be your split. And if, for example, if you're, if you're eating breakfast and then lunch and dinner, my advice is to leave a little bit more protein for later in the day, just because it's going to be easier for you to heat that way based on what we normally have for breakfast and what we normally have for lunch and dinner, right? But this is going to completely depend on you. You figure out how many, how many protein you need in the entire day. You combine that with how many times you actually eat during the day. And then you use a sign. All right, well, I'm going to have 40% of my protein here, 30% of my protein here, and 30% of my protein here. And you're going to be good to go. All right. The number two thing that you need to do is you need to get clear on how much of your favorite protein sources you need per meal to hit those goals that we just talked about. So this is going to take a little bit of planning at the beginning, but once you do, it's going to be forever and it's going to be super easy and actionable for you to do. So what I want you to do is I want you to take all the protein sources that you enjoy eating, all right? It can be chicken, turkey, beef, um, plant-based protein. It can be soy, it can be uh, fish, whatever, whatever protein sources that you enjoy eating, right? And you're going you're gonna to put them down and you're going to be, okay, so if I need to hit 40% of my protein goals in a meal, just because that's the split that we came out for, right? And let's say your protein goal is 200 grams, just to make it easy. Um, 40% of 200, that's going to be um, 80 grams, all right? So you need to hit 80 grams of protein in one meal. How much of each one of those sources do you need per meal to hit those 80 grams? So for example, you can go and you can say, okay, so if I ate chicken, I will need 280 grams. That's about 80 grams of, of uh, protein. 280 grams of, of chicken to hit that. You do the same thing with beef, the turkey, the soy, the tofu, whatever, whatever protein sources you enjoy eating. And you just know from now on that every time you eat and you need to hit 40% of your protein goals in that meal, you need those amounts of those types of protein. So you just choose whichever protein you like the most in that moment you want, you feel like eating and you just eat that, all right? And it's super easy, super actionable and you don't have to be thinking about how much of chicken, how much turkey, how much beef do I need to put into this, this dish? Because you know exactly, all right, I need 40%. That's 80 grams. That I know that that's 280 grams of chicken. This, this as an example, right? So the good thing about this is that it's going to take a little bit of preparation one day. And then after that, you're good to go. You already know your numbers. You know how much uh, protein you're going to be hitting in every single one of the meals. Now, the third step is going to make sure that you eat your protein first, because one of the one of the problems that we have is when we go out, right? When we don't have the opportunity to control what's go going into our plate, 
Um, and now we don't know, oh, I know I need 280 grams of chicken for this meal, but I don't know how much is going to be in this specific dish that I'm ordering in a restaurant. I don't know how much is going to be in this dish that I'm getting served on my friend's house and so on, so on, so on. So my advice for you in those cases is first of all, make sure that you go for the higher perceived protein option. All right. You look at the options that you have. You're like, okay, well, I think this dish is the one that's going to have the higher protein. So you just go for that one. Is that going to be perfect? Probably not, but it's going to put you in the best position to achieve your goals, right? Sometimes it's not about being perfect, but about being in the best position possible due to the context, due to the circumstances, right? Number two is that you can always control what you put into your mouth before you get to that place. So one of the things that I teach my clients is that whenever they're going out, whenever they're going to eat in a restaurant, they're going to barbecue, they're going to party or whatever, and they don't know what they're going to be getting, they can always control what they eat first. So I'll say, hey, just have something before you leave the house, something that you can control. You can have a protein shake, you can have a protein sandwich, a salad, um, snack, high protein snack, something that's going to allow you to get closer to your goal. And then it's almost going to guarantee because let's say that you need 40% of your of your protein that in that meal and that's 80 grams and you before you leave the house you already ate 50 grams well if you go for a higher perceived option a higher perceived protein option when you're out chances are you're actually going to cover for those 30 grams that you that you miss it right so put yourself in the position to succeed as much as possible all right and then i'm going to give you a bonus tip to to achieve this day in and day out a couple of things that i've seen in myself and in my clients that help a lot is first of all bulk preparing or meal prep even if it's only the protein so sometimes i would have chicken breast and turkey and and beef and fish already cooked on my fridge ready to go just because i dedicated an hour on Sunday to cook it all. And then during the week, I just eat it with whatever I feel like eating it. It could be like pasta, it can be vegetables, it can be rice, it can be all our different things because that's already prepared. And it's easy for me and it doesn't allow you to have any you know, temptations of eating different things and stuff. That can really help you out, especially if you're pressed for time because you can just invest an hour on one day and then you're pretty much good to go for an entire week. And then the number two thing is you always have high protein snacks available, right? One of the problems when it comes to a fat loss uh, phase is that a lot of people snack too much. And that's just because we have the habit of snacking. Well, sometimes it's going to be better for you to cold cut, um, cold turkey, sorry, just stop snacking. But for many people, that's going to be really hard. So what I want you to do is I want you to transition from normal snacks to high protein snacks that you can store it that even when snacking is not going to be the best thing for you at least that snack that you're eating is actually helping you out in your fitness journey so having stuff like cold cuts you can have boiled boiled eggs stuff like that that are going to give you a couple grams of five or ten grams of protein every time you snack is going to be really really handy when it comes to you hitting your protein goals all right so Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that gave you a couple of golden nuggets that you can actually start implementing to reach your protein goals every single day. And let me tell you something. 
when it comes to protein, same as when it comes to calories, one thing is for sure. If you wing it, it's going to be really hard for you to hit it, right? That's why I'm so big on tracking. That's why I'm so big on planning. And it, it does not even need to be something that you do every day for the rest of your life. Like, like I mentioned, in days, you can do a small investment of time, figuring out your favorite protein sources, how much do you need per it to hit your goals. And it's going to be a small investment of time. But once you do it, boom, you have it ready. You just got to remember those numbers or put it somewhere that you can see it so you can refer to that. All right. Same as tracking. There's going to be a point, and we talked about intuitive eating a couple of weeks ago. You can just go back and, and listen to that episode. There's going to come to a point when you don't need to track anymore because you already know how much 300 grams of chicken look like or 200 grams of beef look like, and you already can hit your goals every single day without having to, to track. But in order for you to get there, you need to put in the reps. You need to put in the time. You need to invest time, effort, and patience in order to learn the skill so then you can have that skill for the rest of your life and then you're going to be able to hit your goals every single day for the rest of your life so you can keep on making progress and keep on making progress. And, you know, I'm telling you, once you start doing this, your results are going to skyrocket because this is the thing, what gets measured gets managed. If you don't know where you are in terms of your protein, your calories, your training, then you can have some progress. But first of all, you're not even going to know if that's the best progress that you can have. So maybe you're just wasting your time because you could have three times the progress that you have in with the same amount of time and effort. And number two, in the case you're not hitting the progress, you don't even know what to touch. You don't even know what to tweak in order to hit that progress, in order to break through that plateau. So that is why it's so important that you track that you know your numbers that you know where you should be where you are and what you need to do in order to get to the next level all right so hopefully that was helpful hopefully that gave you a little bit of a different perspective on how do you hit your protein goals and that you can start implementing this and start hitting your goals every single day and like we always say man this is a completely free podcast i do not run any ads to it i do not get a single penny out of doing these episodes um, but one thing that I want to ask you is that if you found some value into this episode, if you took some notes, if you are now clear on how to hit your protein goals, I want to ask you to share this episode with someone that you know will benefit from it. Not because of anything, but because we want to spread the word of the real fitness and we want to be able to hit, help as many people as possible. So if you found this valuable, share it with someone right now. Do not wait till tomorrow because you're going to forget you shared with someone right now. And if you didn't find this valuable, brother, do something with your life, all right? Because you've been here listening to me talking for a while. Um, and if it's not valuable, what's the point? But I know it was for you. So if you were still here, I appreciate you. Thank you for following the show. Thank you for referring it. And I'll talk to you in the next episode of The Real Fitness Show next week. Take care.